Offering bundled products is quite simply one of the most important things you could do when running an online store. Bundles are so effective that it's one of the few things that's on every single product page on Amazon. Why? Because it works! The easiest way to add powerful and flexible bundle options to your store is the Bold Bundles app. It's become my favorite bundle app. I recently learned it's one of the few on Shopify that doesn't duplicate products or variants and doesn't rely on coupon codes either, so it doesn't mess up your inventory. Every store has a different idea of how they want to offer bundles. Bold Bundles can handle them all. It can do traditional group bundles, BOGO bundles, even no discount, you may also like bundles. The coolest thing though, at least according to me, is the combo product. Bold lets you create a virtual product that represents the bundle, so you can edit the product just like any other in your store, but when a customer adds it to the cart, Bold Bundles adds all the products in the bundle at whatever discount you set. It's seamless. So if you want to add bundles to your Shopify store and increase your average order value in the process, I highly recommend the Bold Bundles app. And as a listener of the unofficial Shopify podcast, Bold is offering it to you free for two months. Just go to kurtelster.com bold, and you can install it from there to get your exclusive offer. kurtelster.com bold. What's the number one customer support request you get? I bet it's, hey, where's my order? My friends at Ventov, makers of SEO Meta Manager, have a solution for this. It's called Order Lookup, and it lets customers look up their orders, right, good name, with either their email or order number, reducing the order inquiries you get in your inbox. We use it on our own high-volume Shopify Plus client stores, like Hoonigan and Yvonne Estelle's, to provide real-time order info to customers with a fully customizable order lookup page, so you can keep that thing on brand. And hey, if you're a dropshipper, it even works with ePacket. You can get a seven-day free trial when you search order lookup in the App Store. Well, welcome back to the... Oh, boy. There we go. What are you trying to do? Make a chai. You're ruining the show! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. On today's episode of the unofficial Shopify podcast, (laughs) everyone's finally getting online. So we're going to discuss all the data we found in Shopify's recently released Q1 2020 financial report. Hint, it's good news. We also, we're going to talk about what we're working on right now. This is topical. We have shipped so much stuff in the last month. It was possibly our most productive, most profitable month ever. If you are in e-commerce, be glad. It is... A, a booming industry at the moment. And we're going to make predictions and discussions about Shopify's newest features. So we'll we'll get into that. And then as long as we're there, we'll give you uh, my favorite ads tip that I picked up from a man who frequently spends up to 30 grand a day on Facebook. Profitably, he's not just doing it for fun. And if we have time, we'll slide an Allbirds teardown in there. Whoa! This is going to be a value-packed, exciting episode. Mr. Rita, do you agree with my assessment of what we'll be discussing? I don't know. I <laughs> well, was just, yeah. I couldn't, I was on a roll. 
if we yeah if we if i didn't agree with your assessment this is gonna be a real bad episode because i'm just gonna be like all right so i've been watching a lot of star trek voyager let me tell you about my favorite episodes so far and you're gonna be like (laughs) financial results yeah let's just you work from a different outline and then let's see what we end up with yeah you know i think janeway is really underrated you know i I agree in retrospect janeway is underrated we didn't appreciate her at the time uh so did you have a chance to look at these these financial results uh i didn't i assume they're banging because i know the stock is completely banging in fact my brother Maybe like three months ago, my brother was like, oh, man, you think I should buy some Shopify stock? And it was trading at like, I don't know, 450, 500. And I was like, no, no, don't do it. It is literally at a 52-week high right now after one of the craziest runs ever. Do not buy this stock. It will is only going down from here. But he didn't listen to me, and then he bought it, and now he's made a ton more money. <laughs> See, the, I think the best stock tip is don't listen to stock tips. Just go with your gut. Go with what your heart says is a good investment. Uh, well, you know what? That's true, and that's actually what I have been doing. And I'm a, I'm right in the line between millennial and Gen X, like depending on your definition. I'm one or the other, but I'm a millennial with a retirement account, so it's worked out so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, the well, so do you have that here? Let me drop the PDF link in front of you. Boom. There you go. Google it. All right. Here we go. First quarter revenue grows 47% year over year. It's up 50% over last year. It's pretty wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and part of it, listen to this. Like that, it it gets better. New stores created on Shopify grew 62% from March 13th to April 24th compared to the prior six weeks. All right. Oh, geez. So, yeah, everyone's getting online. Yeah, everybody, they don't have a choice. E-commerce is now is the lifeline. Businesses that were not previously online can now get online or are forced to get online out of practicality, out of a need to survive. And on top of that, like that drove um, Shopify to add some new features. Like there's a, a curb, like a pickup delivery feature, uh, like pickup in-store feature built into the online store in the point of sale now, which helps. Uh, helps a, a lot of people and um, laws are getting relaxed around certain categories. So like, um, you know, I talked to a, a large national brewery brewer and they said, Hey, well, the laws got relaxed. We can ship beer in some States for the first time ever. So you have brands that like f- literally could not legally go direct to consumer before now making that jump to direct to consumer. It, it's it's uh, it's quite the sea change. It's exciting. Yeah, you know what, I gotta say, and I feel a little weird about it, because, you know, and this sort of ties into the absolutely insane, busy six weeks we've had, is everyone is, everyone's going through this thing right now, and it's a real hard time for a lot of people. I mean, the this is Thursday, the jobs report came out today, and they think that there's 20% unemployment, and we're having perhaps the best month we've ever had as a business and like things are going really good and it's like i feel bad about it i feel really weird weird about it a hundred percent i have i have what feels like survivor's guilt because yeah i see i see people struggling it's like uh, at least one in four households have someone who's unemployed right now um we've record unemployment i'm sure in there we're not counting people who are underemployed 
And, you know, here we are like, oh, look at, look at our success. Look at this industry that's just exploding. And oh my gosh, we're, you know, we were tied to this rocket ship called Shopify that just had their like this phenomenal quarter. And we just had these amazing last six weeks. Well, you know, the part we're leaving out is the the pre uh, the first several weeks there of that that run were utterly horrifying. And for a lot of people, they've never left that space. They stayed yeah. in like total abject terror mode. So yeah, I know I do. I think it is important to note, like that I'm we're we're grateful, and certainly you know our success does not take anything away from um, you know other people's struggle and suffering. I'm just expressing my gratitude. Yeah, no, I know. It's just uh, yeah, it's it's really weird to have like your greatest success being occurring during like literally one of the worst times in American history. Uh, but and it's like it's lined up to play in our favor. Like we've banked in hard on e-commerce. That's literally all we do. It's all we care about is e-commerce and online selling. And then there is a slowly unfolding national disaster that just funnels a bunch of money into e-commerce. It's just, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like through any malicious act on anyone's part. This is, we we're just lucky to be, you know, a lot of successes um, is luck. And we were lucky to be in, in the right place at this time to be able to provide a service. And, you know, speaking of that, like, we're talking about that, oh, we had this amazing success. Yeah, suddenly we went from, like, no leads to, which is scary for me, where you know, I'm used to getting multiple leads every day. Um, and, like, no leads at all. And, like, one a week. And I was, I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> got to come up with a backup plan here. To suddenly now, you know, this isn't just us. This is, like, all Shopify agency partners that I've talked to. Tons and tons of leads coming in in the last, especially the last two to three weeks, um, which reflects, you know, kind of the, with reflects the numbers that are in this financial report. Um, but like, you know, different projects than we've ever seen before, brands that we would not typically see before going online. Um, and to our own work, it was a lot of like, you know, March was slow. And then suddenly in April, we had all of our, our projects that, they were going, but not at some like extraordinary pace. Every it was like everyone lit a fire underneath all of these people all at once, and those projects just got knocked out. It the last three weeks were the probably the busiest we've ever been. It's quite oh yeah, quite extraordinary. Well, because we were in like the home stretch on three different giant projects, like possibly the three, the, possibly the four, yeah, possibly the four biggest projects we've ever worked on, or like all of them are in the top five. And we entered the home stretch on all of them all at the same time. Well, and I want to, I want to talk about those a little bit, but one of the ones that was interesting, um, that were, is I, I hope, I think we'll have launched by the time this episode goes live. So I'm taking a little bit of a gamble on mentioning it, but, uh, proven winners, the plant brand, it's a, a garden nursery center in Michigan who makes, um, they grow and, and sell plants and some like accessories, you know, like uh, potting soil, um, and they sell in Home Depot and they sell on Amazon and they, for the first time have, they literally called it proven winners direct. It is their direct to consumer online store. And we've got this really cool store for it, but that's one of those examples where this was a brand going direct to consumer for the first time. And they just happened to like, it was a project that started before the pandemic and then everything froze where we went, uh, what should we do? And then suddenly it was like, we got to finish this right now. And sure enough, you know, we met every single day until that project was done and ready to go live. 
Yeah, this is a this is a great way to shame them because if it's not up, it's if it's not up by the time you're listening to this, they just didn't pull the trigger. We don't know what's going on. Come on, guys. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, you know, for us, it's we're it's very easy to be cavalier, like yeah, launch it. If there's anything wrong, we'll just fix it. If you're on the other end of that, where like you don't aren't well versed in in Shopify, especially like it's a new platform to you. Plus, it's a new sales. All these things are brand new. I get where you want to have all your your T's crossed and your I's dotted before you go live with it. Because they don't have, if you've not done that before, you don't have the experience to know, like, uh, there's, you know, it's not life and death. There really is nothing that can go that horribly awry here. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I, we say that a lot when, you know, they're always like, well, what if a lot of... Uh, store owners are like, but what if there's an emergency and I need to get a hold of you? And and it's sort of like, okay, well, uh, no one's going to die. So it's not truly an emergency. Like there could be a problem, but it's not an emergency. Like yes. things can be broken for a tiny bit of time. It's okay. We've had, yeah, I we've, in 10 years of doing this, there has never been a true emergency. There have definitely been things that like, that needs to be fixed urgently or, oh no, you know, all of AWS went down and it took your payment gateway with it. And that's just like nothing that we could do anything about that. Uh. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you want, we want to circle back. Shopify's earnings, they're crazy. They're making a ton of money. Everyone's jumping into e-commerce and e-commerce money is through the roof because that's the only way people can shop. Well, listen to this. There's, and there's a stat like here about that. Gross merchant volume through the point of sale channel. So like the literal, like a, the, the terminal, the physical terminal in a store declined by 71% between that same period, March 13th and April 24th, relative to the comparable six week period. But retail merchants managed to replace 94% of that lost volume with online sales over the same period. So really like in total, yeah, if you had an online store, and you had a physical store on Shopify. What they're saying is, you sent you like your overall total combined sales only dipped six percent. It's very little. That like certainly that's that should not put anyone out of business. Um, but it's the shift went you know almost entirely to online from point of sale. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a gold rush right now. It's an unprecedented moment where you know going by those numbers like 70% of dollars that were being spent inside stores has moved, just shifted completely into online. Like online and by doing nothing on its own is increased by 70% over the span of six weeks. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and listen to this in that same period, local orders more than doubled in their English speaking geographies. And then I guess this was not the case in non-English speaking countries, but in essentially they're saying in the U S Local orders doubled. So it was like orders where I would have gone to this, just driven over to whatever store to go pick up a thing. Now just got moved to online. Like, yeah, I know it's three miles away, but just ship it to my house. So all, all good news. And it, I think the, the takeaway is like, if you were considering an online store, if you were thinking about it, well, it seems like there's no time like the present, especially now. Well, yeah. What's the what's the line? The best time to the best time to plant a tree is ten years ago, and the second best time is today. Yes, I mean it's the same thing. The best time to start your e-commerce store was ten years ago, but today will also work. 
So I want to circle back to like some of those those projects we've been working on that I'm I'm proud of, and I think we'll launch this month. Uh, a super secret, super cool thing for uh, automotive lifestyle brand Hoonigan, in which I cannot wait to share that one. Okay. That's still secret. It's They've still like, secret. They like quietly rolled it out to people. Right? Uh, to the uh, if you were in their loyalty program and you were a VIP, so like the top fifty customers, they got the sneak preview. And that's a cool way, like, if you're launching a new thing, to do that, to go about that. Like, that's literally how we're beta testing it. We showed it to staff first, then the top 50 customers, and then, like, on down the line. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The, um, also in automotive, Corsa, who, if you want a really amazing-sounding aftermarket exhaust, and you want a premium, you're like, look, I don't want to spend 100 bucks having Velasquez Brothers weld on just like an $80 Cherry Bomb muffler, which that's that's actually an, a local shop I use is Velasquez Brothers. Um, they, <laughs> you, will, you will spend the, the four figures potentially in a Corsa Performance exhaust. So it's like a premium high-end exhaust brand. And I did the theme design myself on this one. And it, it's really cool. And we've got like this year make model selector that we built into it. There's a real challenge and this really cool product detail page. That one is cool. Um, should be live. New theme should be should be up and out there when this goes live. But we'll see. You know, there's always stuff that best laid plans of mice and men. Um, and our friends at KeySmart also getting a new theme. This should be that one is uh, that one. I think we we push the envelope. I that tell me if I'm wrong. We may have like that may be the most technically complex theme you've ever built. Because you did the development on that one. Well, it's one of the harder things I've ever worked on. It's just that they're very, um, they're very specific. You know, shop. If you think about Shopify, it's you know, it's really on like a templating system where it's like, well, every product page is you know, it's generally the same stuff. I mean, the content inside the boxes changes, but the the page itself is pretty much the same. And it's like, well, not on KeySmart because you know they are sort of a they have like a penumbra of different products. Like, you know, they sell a keychain holder, but they also sell a backpack, but then they also sell wallets, but then they also sell like this, these lights and all these different types of products. So then all of they those have products have really nice flashlights. They do. Yeah. They got a couple um, pocket knives, flashlights, um, the, the key organizers, the core product, but there's like 10 versions of that. And the, um, they have these amazing bags. We have those bags. They're really good. Uh, oh yeah, the wallets. Great. Yeah, you're right. Like now, I I never thought about it because it got rolled when we started working with KeySmart years ago. They were one of our our earlier clients. It was only the key organizer, and then they really expanded out the catalog. But it was like obviously not all at once. I never thought about it. You're right. It, it's fairly disparate, but it's kind of around the commonality is. Um, it's it's I think everyday that carry. It's urban type. lifestyle. Yeah. It's like a a more modernist take on everyday carry. But yeah. So anyway, those wonderful gentleman over there in scare quotes uh you have a different page has a different page for every kind of product and all those pages have like bundlers because it's like you need accessories and like we'll give you a deal on the accessories but you got to pick them and then you pick all the different accessories and it all gets dumped into your cart and the price changes depending on how many you buy and that's listen the that's a team who cares about average order value, all right? They, no, they they uh, do wonderful work. They're, uh, they do very well financially, I will say. And uh, because of their 
selling proposition and how all that works. I'm just saying in terms of my job and what <laughs> I have to do, I want to kill myself for the last three months. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't do it. I need you. Yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll be together soon, I promise. <laughs> it's so lonely here. All I am is my wife. <laughs> your wife's like, I was going to say, your wife's like 20 feet away, isn't she? She's off camera crying quietly. <laughs> She's actually... She, she's in the bedroom with the door closed trying to like not tune this out yeah i'm on the first floor of the house and like when i'm recording it's my wife's not she's on the second floor with the door closed hmm oh uh, i'm excited because the the basement of our house is finished and the the office in the basement is if it will be my lair so if this does, oh. if we're if we're not allowed back in the office for the rest of the year at some point, I'll be broadcasting you from my secret basement lair. Oh, uh, well, I'll be 13. mailing some uh, acoustic foam to you. I did. I ended up putting in the home office, I put acoustic foam in to try and kill some of the room noise. And it worked. I, I think anyway. Um, so one of the things that we have missed because of the quarantine is uh, Shopify Unite, the annual partner developer conference that only Shopify partners, no merchants allowed where they announce their um, they do new features and you know rally the troops and it is really it, it's a good time I always I've looked forward to it um, ever since doing the first one um, look forward to going to it every year this year was going to be at this wonderful venue that both you've been to we both like that a lot um, yeah Brickworks. I was really look I was really looking forward to it uh, the Brickworks one one was my first unite and I had a great time the weather was beautiful I liked I'd been to Toronto before Toronto's a great city. And, you know, you got a face to face with Toby. You interviewed him. I got a photo of you. You look like a million bucks. You're like, I was ah, so thrilled. Look at me. He has beautiful were, blue eyes in person. Okay? You were so you were so excited. You were like, you were freaking sweating. I was you were like, I hope Paul's taking photos. I'm of always this. sweating. I'm just a sweaty man. Yeah, because you're wearing a sweater indoors. Which you, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I know that you operate on it's like shorts 320 days out of the year. I can't do it. I got stupid chicken legs, so I like to wear long pants. I need to. I've got these very nice jeans now from a Shopify merchant, Aviator. They sent me these. They feel like sweatpants because they're like 80% spandex, 20% denim. Um, I exaggerated that, but they're fabulous. Check them out, Aviator. And the free plug there. Um, <laughs> and I've got this. I'm wearing a fleece sweater because it was supposed to be 45 degrees today. And now I'm hot and sweaty. This is a chubby sweater to another Shopify store. I'm decked out full Shopify. Are you wearing Allbirds shoes? I am not wearing Allbirds shoes. I'm wearing North Face camo slippers. Hold on. There. This is this is on brand, but does not match my outfit. There. The, the YouTube version gets to see my shoes. Yeah, um, I'm wearing my my fuzzy uh, flannel slippers. I think the flannel lining is truly underrated. You don't you don't want the 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 sheepskin or whatever. A quality. A quality house shoe is critical to maximizing your home chilling. All right, your home productivity. I think. Anyway, Both, I yes. just want to. I just want to circle back to something for one thing. You truly do have chicken legs, and it's <laughs> wild because you. Have, My wife stares like, at them and goes, "We should switch." <laughs> it's like because you have a giant barrel gorilla chest. Yeah, I'm a freakish <laughs> man. Then, and then it tapers down into tiny, skinny chicken legs. Yes. Yes, I look You're very ridiculous. Top heavy. Yes. You're the opposite of a weeble. 
Yes, I'm a quite a I'm a top heavy man. Uh, I'm six feet tall with a lot of hair. It's just just a ridiculous looking individual. Yeah, that's true. And then your outfits just take it. Yeah, off the then top. I dial it up. I'm wearing this these chubby's outfits. Um, so we were talking about unite before we went off <laughs> on that quite the tangent there. Like, if you're not into the tangents, just give up on the show because this is what we do. So Shopify Unite, yeah, like, but really the the big thing that comes, the thing we love about Shopify Unite is the community and the networking and the face-to-face, um, but the thing that we take away from it uh, that we, you know, then turn into content is the product announcements. Like, that's the exciting thing for the merchants is, hey, what's coming down the pipeline? And for the developers, it's like, hey, what's that thing we got to figure out, right? There's always a little bit of trepidation when you're listening to those announcements. Um, if you're a developer, you know, you're wondering like, is this going to undo my app? Am I going to have to pivot? Um, and last year, they announced uh, a whole bunch of cool stuff. This year, let's take some guesses at what they're going to announce. Because the shop... Oh, the other thing, Shopify... Did I mention this? They're doing a virtual version of the of the keynote, the announcement. It's called Shopify Reunite. It's a webinar. It's virtual. Um, anyone can register for it. I'll put the link in the show notes. And so, of course, we're going to watch it um, and recap it for you if you don't want to watch it. Um, but would you like to take a stab in the dark at what they're announcing? We don't know. This is pure guesswork. No one's told me. They don't tell me anything, just so we're clear. That all the stuff they announced six that all the stuff they announced last year is now six months away. <laughs> uh that sounds like a joke, but it's not. The I mean there were a bunch of announcements, and there were two big ones that I think we're still waiting on. Um sections everywhere which is still in development, uh, and the checkout integrations. Can you walk me through what the heck those things are? Uh, sections everywhere is a thing where, you know, if you've interacted with your homepage, your homepage has sections on it where it's like you got all the logos of the places that gave you good reviews or you have like an embedded product or you have an embedded collection or you have a piece of content, and then you can move those all around on the homepage. And then there are certain product pages that have that too. Like if you're using Turbo, I think it's called product.detail, and that's just we that's what we call them internally is we call them detail pages. Um, but those all live within a template. So if you're set up with one product detail template and you put all the sections in it, you get it all set up and nice, any other product you give that template to is gonna look exactly the same because the section can only live in that template. And when you apply that template to different products, it just repeats itself with the same content. Um, now sections everywhere is a section can now be placed in whatever template you want and then can be different depending on what template it's in. So uh, we'll go back to the KeySmart issue. KeySmart, every uh, product page is different and has a bunch of different elements on it. This necessitated creating a different template for every single product. It was a nightmare and it's a horrible to upkeep because if you want to change something site wide, you got to change it 30 times uh, with sections right. everywhere. Yeah. The goal is to, to do that. sections everywhere is a time saver. It solves all these saves you a whole bunch of extraneous development that currently we have to do. Yeah, it's an attempt to make the theme more modular so you could pull a thing off the home. It's like, I have that on the home page. The code is all set up. I can plug it into a different page on the site and write different content in it. But the section itself is generally the same in terms of how it's laid out and how it works. So Whereas if you can't do that now. 
if you've messed with, if you have a, a theme that supports sections, and at this point you probably do, um, and you're, you've messed with sections on your homepage, now imagine if those sections, like, and then you look at a different, like a product detail page, and it has different sections. This, the idea is, those sections would be universal across the theme. If a section works on a homepage, it'll work on a product page, it'll work on a blog page. And um, I think it also solves that issue where, like, we have to duplicate the templates over and over. I don't know if that's the case yeah, or not. That, yeah. Okay, I it think, does. Yeah, that's the, that's and the there thing was, that, to me, that's the thing that sells it. Yeah. And uh, there'd be an API for it where apps could write sections in automatically. So you install an app instead of having to deal with like theme code. Boom, it's just got its own section. You can drop in any page to show you where you want that widget. And like that would be cool for uh, our crowdfunder app or really yeah. like any of our apps. All four of our apps are just, it's a widget, a theme widget. That would be great for that. Um, and I think there was also like a larger push to further separate style and substance. So get all of the content out of the theme as much as possible, which then makes theme upgrades, updates, and cha um, theme changes much easier. But, so, they announced it last June. They announced it last year. Um, it's in, like, beta, where you can use the API Super beta. to, like, an alpha. mess with it. But, yeah, it's it's no person who's running a shop actual Shopify store has it. No theme that you can get right now has it. So it's been a year since it'll have been a year since they announced it. We're assuming like that's such a big deal where I think it's no, a safe it, guess that we're going to get an update on that. It tr yeah, we're going to get an update on it. But I mean, and uh, I was snarky at the top of this, but I mean, it's truly a re-architecture of the entire theme system of how, and how it works. So it's a big project. It's huge. My snark was just sometimes Shopify announces things a little early when at the same time, though, wait. people always want to know like what's Shopify working on what, what are the new features what's coming down the pipe and then when they they're like okay here we told you what we're working on then they're mad that they can't have it so they Shopify can't win it's either like we're mad that you told us and we have to wait or you're mad that we don't know what you're working on what well it's like it's kind of like Blizzard where it's you know it's sort of like yeah we're making Diablo 4 but uh it'll be out in maybe 2023 maybe <laughs> uh but you know and uh, they have to announce it early because, you know, there's a whole ecosystem. There's hundreds of millions of dollars of people out there who rely on Shopify's ecosystem like us, like theme developers out of the sandbox, app developers, all those people. So they need to be ready for when Shopify makes this gigantic change within their systems so they're ready for it and yeah, they can this, serve their customers. Essentially, with that, if you're a theme developer and Shopify made that announcement... You, as a theme developer, you simultaneously went, that's awesome. Oh, God, don't make me do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you essentially, you have to rewrite your themes. Pretty much all the work that you've you've done in your business is now obsolete and trash. That's what they stood on stage and was like, yeah, you know your life's work that you've done so far? It's, throw it out. <laughs> like, that, that, that's pretty horrible. Well, they're going to, listen, we're, we're telling you how we're enabling you to make it that much more awesome. See, yeah, glass right, half full. Right. No. I'm just gonna um, get up, uh, get up on stage, and just be like, "You're fucked," <laughs> and then turn around and leave. The start. All right, uh, for the next one, theme developers, you're gonna want to take the Xanax, uh, and then wait about 45 minutes. Then the app developers, you're next. You take your Xanax. As everyone walks in, they pass out Xanax. To we do like we do like a two hander. I just stand up there holding a microphone, going, "You're fucked," and then Harley 
bounds across the stage and tells us how great it is because Harley is one of the most positive mans I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he is a delight, isn't he? <laughs> Harley's like, this is why you being fucked is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, take it back. Um, uh, we got to give somebody a hard time. The uh, Well, and the other ones were multi-store. multi-store. So one of the, the pain points with Shopify Plus that it solves is, hey, if you've got, if you're running multiple stores, so you've got like a store for wholesale and a, your consumer store, that's a really common example. Shopify Plus will let you clone under, like at no additional cost, you can have 10 additional clone stores, I think it is. Um, but there's not a simple way to just manage all of them in one place. Like there's third party ways to do it that are okay. Um, but there's no just like, this is your centralized Shopify dashboard. And that was one of the things they announced last year. Um, and so I'm assuming like we're going to get a date on that rolling out the fulfillment network out announced last year. That was massive. And we actually know a guy who used it. So it's real. Yeah. Uh, Brent Dowd from, uh, Tosso. He, he used it and shared his experience in our, uh, our Facebook group. So we know that they, that's not vaporware. It's out there. Um, and recent, they, the other thing they announced was, um, the improved media uploads. You know, where like normally I could only upload photos. Now I can upload what other things? Oh Paul? yeah, uh, HTML5 video and yes. AR, virtual reality stuff. A three D. You could put a three D model in, and then yeah, iOS will like natively. If you're on an iPhone, you could do augmented reality where you see the object in your house. And we saw the demo of that in person. It was really cool. Um, that's now live. That's out there. That's for real, yeah. Every and every single person I've showed that to has been like, "What?" And actually, like it's real. I mentioned Brett Dowd from Tosso is one of the, is like an early Shopify fulfillment network adopter. He he also is the first guy I've seen who used um, the native AR tool, and he has a collection on his website that's just uh, Tosso dot com. I think it is. It's got you could do the AR models from your iPhone. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. And the last thing was the checkout where in Shopify, oh, yeah, yeah. not Shopify really views the checkout as like their baby. Like it's whole, that's, that's whole hallowed ground. That's what the business is, is Shopify. Cause they handle the money. They handle the checkout process, the addresses, you know, setting up your backend. That's what Shopify truly views as like, here's the special thing we have. That's the thing we control. That's our thing. Now in the course of all of that in over the years, different apps have grown that do things in the Shopify checkout. And I think the kind of official story is Shopify is sort of like, okay, we understand that those apps are needed and people like them and use them, but also we kind of don't like that. Yeah. Stop hijacking our checkout. That's our thing. Well, and I get like, it's, it's weird for them. So you've got uh, like an app, for an app to replace the Shopify checkout, it essentially has to clone it. It has to look like it. So now you've got essentially, and like Shopify is a brand, you have these, your official partner apps making clones of your core product experience. And you're really hoping that it like, it lives up to the same standard, but it fundamentally can't because there are some limitations there. Um, and that like, I understand where that could be concerning if you, you know, you have to maintain this brand image and user experience is extremely important. And that checkout is like the defining moment that determines if you, if you get that purchase or not from a customer. So they said, all right, look, we're, it, we're not going to wall you out of the checkout. 
we're going to give you a pathway to add your subscriptions and your one-click upsells and whatever it is right into the checkout. I do know they they are actively working with third-party developers on um, on these integrations and that those folks all signed NDAs so they won't tell me anything. Yeah, that's the thing. So that we we know people that know things and we've asked them many times what exactly is happening and they refuse to tell us. Listen, because <laughs> stitches get stitches. They can't yeah, right. say the fact that someone goes, I can't tell you because an NDA that tells you, okay, well, at least I know that it's that's real and that's out there and in, in happening. I think that, I think I think the checkout thing's gonna come out. I think it's been long enough and I mean I don't know what's going on there with it, obviously, but I think the checkout thing should happen. Like they, they clearly are gonna have to announce something that they announced last year is now ready. And I don't know about the sections thing. I mean, I was actually looking around last night on Shopify theme development, and it still seems very beta-y to me. So I don't I don't know if that's ready to rock. So I'm thinking like, all right, now that this AR thing, going a little bit backwards, now that this AR thing is out in the wild, having announced it last year, that there'll be like updates and extensions to that. Because I really think that is a strong focus for them because it gives them such a leg up on like everybody else. No one else is doing anything that advanced. But now the question becomes, well, if I'm a merchant, how the heck do I get a 3D model? Well, it turns out like you could get a freelancer to do it for like a hundred bucks. Um, but they'll, I think we're going to get like tools around that, that AR VR. I wonder if, I wonder if Shopify will just jump in and start providing it as like a service. Maybe, maybe not. I think it'll be, my guess is like the, it's part of um, the Shopify partners program where like you have a partner that does this and they'll have announced like more official ones. I mean, I know they were soliciting that like two to a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. The and then finally the last one is I think we're gonna get like a roadmap for the the email that unexpectedly launched. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, there's gonna be a roadmap. I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna end up making it more robust because I mean, right now it's certainly better than nothing, but it's not on the level of the bigger guns that people are more used to, at least in the space. I don't know that it's meant to be though, um, but you're right. Like the initial version is. You have your store and your, your Shopify store has your list of customers who accept marketing. Now you have at no additional cost, you have the ability to send those people emails. The initial, I don't know what features they have or have not added since they, um, they launched it. I heard it. You, you couldn't schedule emails. It was like, you could send a, you could send a newsletter done. Like that's what it, that's its core feature. It does this one thing well, but that's also part of, um, like Shopify and really, I think Toby's vision in in his his uh, German way is hey this stuff has to work like you want a a precise reliable easy to use platform and so they um, if you've heard Toby talk you know he's he's very deliberate uh, in very deliberate and considered well that mentality gets passed down into I think the the core product itself so you never see anything sloppy come from Shopify you will see stuff that's like is limited in scope and features, but it absolutely will work. I know, yeah, I now that you mention that, you know, having interacted with Toby a couple times, he he's like the anti Elon Musk. <laughs> he's just the chillest Which is, dude. That's a true compliment to me. <laughs> no, I mean that very highly. Uh, <laughs> he's just like he's an extremely chill dude, and he's just like, well, this is what we're doing. Like, I'm I'm fine with it. He's got a little accent. And, but he's like, he's very nice and yeah, considered is a really good word. (laughs) Yeah. I think deliberate and considered. Hold up. 
This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform most recommended by myself and other business leaders. In uncertain times, supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers is a strategy that will be appreciated, remembered, and shared. In good times and bad, open and empathetic communication with your customers is critical. Email is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering those communications. Email marketing is one of Klaviyo's core offerings. When you leverage personalization driven by a 360-degree view of the customer, those emails will feel even more relevant, fostering stronger relationships than ever before. Klaviyo knows how challenging it is for each and every entrepreneur to get their business off the ground, let alone navigate such trying times. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, especially in this climate, I promise you are not alone. Klaviyo is here to help brands build relationships across any distance, creating meaningful, memorable email marketing moments that last a lifetime. Visit klaviyo.com to start a free trial. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Talk to him. All right, so my, my advertising tip comes from uh, Andy Bedell, who, uh, marketer KeySmart, he has, uh, I know he's, he's spent up to 30 grand a day on Facebook ads in the past. And he laid out for me the, the system he uses to get winning creative. And this is, he's used this for years and has really um, become a master at it. I need to interrupt you for a second. 30 grand a day doesn't begin to cover the insane things that Andy Bedell does. As didn't he not literally advertised to everyone in America at one point and thus could no longer buy ads in America. Well, yes, he is. When you spend 30 grand a day, you do, you exhaust your audience. Yeah. He is like, <laughs> like that he level of like, Facebook. Everyone involved. in America has seen this ad. I need to move on now to other countries. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's not like that's a one day. Like when we say he spent 30 grand a day, that's not like a one day thing. That's like an ongoing occurrence for him. I really, I don't yeah. think I've, I think there are very few people on the planet who have managed the kind of ad spends that Andy has. Like, I'm sure, you know, people do it for like launches and stuff. I mean, this is just like a regular occurrence for him. So when Andy gives me advice on Facebook ads, I accept it. They've had a lot of success with video ads, but video is everybody who's like ever tried, who's ever spent three hours editing a five minute video knows it's hard and time consuming. So the approach he takes is, you write down five value props, uh, benefits, features, whatever it is that you, you think are the selling propositions of your product. You write down five. You make turn that into a video slideshow. You get like shoot some photos, get some stock photos, put some music and some headlines over it. And you run that as an ad. If it's successful, great. Turn around and make ter- produce like that was essentially a storyboard. You then turn that into your proper video ad. And if it doesn't work, okay, then you iterate on it. Or maybe you iterate on it a few times and then produce your video and then do like cut downs of the video, like edit it different ways. Repeat that process endlessly. And it sounds straightforward because it is straightforward. But, you know, most people take a a shotgun approach where it's like, all right, we're going to try this. Now we're going to try this, which, you know, that gets results too, but not in this very um, deliberate, nuanced and easier to scale method. That's the tip. That's your money making tip. Uh, <laughs> now, for the big boy, let us tear down allbirds.com. We'll right, do it. Fine. Let's we'll do all all birds a call today. It's not like I got a lot going on. 
in my house. Uh, so I guess as long as you're not as long as you're not in your car right now, uh, load up allbirds.com, one word, all birds, and follow along. Why shoes are all birds? Why are they? Why are the shoes birds? Do they fit all birds? Are you the bird? <laughs> I don't understand it really. I learned they sell shoes a couple weeks ago, like like a Austin Powers woman, like a bird, like that. I've got allbirds.com open in front of me. I'm also recording as a screencast so we can add this to the YouTube. Oh, uh, so smart. Yeah. Mr. Rita, what is your initial impression of the Allbirds homepage? I like it. I like the top half of it very much. This top navigation of just like men and women, like that's great. You're immediately, I like decision. Tr- I like, you know, decision trees where it's like shopping is clearly the key. We're immediately splitting it in half, men, women. And then when you click on those, you get a drop down with, you know, four more categories in it. And then those categories have little things underneath them. So it's very easy to find exactly what you're looking for right off the bat. An interesting thing about the drop down is on hover, it does not open. You have to click it to open it. And then it stays open until you click it again. Yeah, I kind of don't like that. I I realize the, the advantage to that is like it's less annoying for people. But I like when it pops open on hover. I prefer yeah. it. Uh, I don't, it's a preference, but if you're like real into user interface design, the hover could be problematic for um, like uh, accessibility issues. Um, you know, like if you had a hand tremor and you're trying to you know use a hover menu, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, and I and I guess I guess it is a little like more professional and cleaner. It's not like popping in and out, and you're like, oh, I'm most off of it. Yeah, or that does that thing pops yeah. it. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So people always. Uh, they always worry about the fold. Well, an interesting thing about this Allbirds site, I've got it full screened on my my 15-inch MacBook, and it is not obvious at all that you could scroll down. The hero image ends perfectly at the bottom. There's no, like, S- there's more, you know, link trying to get me to scroll down. It's just, boom, there. And the advantage to this is everything I need to make my next, this take the next step in the purchase decision is available above the fold. It's literally like top left corner because they know we read in an F pattern, top to bottom, left to right. So that's where the purchase, the first thing is, it's going to segment us. There are only two links in that top corner, men, women. There's no Facebook icon. There's no like, visit our blog, read our live journal. None of that. Two options. Are you a man? Are you shopping for men? Or are you shopping for women? Pick. Well, and it's interesting, you know, if you resize your browser window and then reload the page, that main hero image, it's 100 VH. It is always so the it's full height of your browser window. So so hold on. This extremely successful brand is not scared of the fold? No. Well, because they're, I guess because their navigation so good, it's fine. That's a good point. That saves it. Yeah, they literally have one thing above the fold. Run hard, tread light, introducing the tree dasher. And there's no, it's not a link. It's just text over a big, nice image. Then at the bottom, it says, explore the dasher, which takes you to like a sales page for it. But it's not the most direct call to action, I don't think. I mean, it's tucked in there at the bottom. No, I wish I I could click the entire thing. I wish the explore the dasher link was like, looked like a button. You know, it's functioning as a button. I think it should look like a button. Um, And I, I wish it, like if it had a solid background, I think it would work. I don't think it would take anything away from the design. Um, and if you notice, they use an image carousel. But how many images are in that image carousel? Two men, women. Again, yeah, just like the just like the top navigation. 
and then the text doesn't change just the image that's cool their big hero image is the full height of the browser window the fold is now obliterated <laughs> they they clearly don't care if you scroll down or not when you scroll down i don't like this uh this tread lighter that shows the carbon footprint their sustainability approach it's like whatever i don't care um this thing i care i like that's that's a, a bonus for me if i see that like okay they they are they have a net zero carbon footprint i'm not going to buy because of it but it's it's a point in their favor for me but that's a, like to me that matters even though um, I th you know half the time it's probably made up they have like this series of this like collage of like running shoes engineered with natural materials and it's got like a close-up of uh, i don't know fur and then like shoes and then a footprint in the sand and then another shoe but it's like all the boxes are different sizes and the text is over the image and maybe not perfectly readable and it's just like this to me is just like this just got barfed up there i don't like it there's no <laughs> cleanliness to the grid there's no single call to action like i i just i don't like it there is I refuse to believe in a universe in which they have not heat mapped or split tested the bejesus out of this layout oh, to get to this place. I However, fully, I fully acknowledge they are they, they they hire people much smarter than me who cost a lot more money than me. <laughs> so I'm and you're not cheap to be clear. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. I just don't like it. <laughs> you know what's cool in their footer? Uh, it says uh, you could text them. Under help, the first thing is their phone number. It's a toll-free number. Second one is uh, a phone number that says text. How cool. You could text them. I think more people should allow texting. 100%. Well, and isn't that what Kit is for? Or am I wrong? Uh, yeah, Shopify Ping. Shopify Ping. Kit. There you go. Shopify Ping will do it. Yeah. And someone told me recently that like either Shopify Ping or some other official, and I may be wrong... Um, but a, a merchant we're working with who's launching a really cool uh, bathing suit for women um, said like, oh, yeah, I found this like they give you a phone number and, you know, people could could call or text it. It's sound I think she was talking about ping It's cool. If I had to design this homepage, that's what I, I would go all in on this landing page concept and I would strip on this homepage below the hero image and then down to the social proof with the the logos and the um the quotes i would strip all that out i just wanted to like i land on the site i want header hero image and then still like in the viewport at the bottom i want those social proof logos and that quote world's most comfortable shoe and then below the fold i want the footer and we like this thing would be really tight uh i would want one more I would want one more men-women split. Like, maybe that explore fan favorites thing. And then, like, a men-women split. I just don't like that, like... I feel like shop men and shop women at the bottom of that are kind of like an afterthought. I would like a better designed way to split you off and get you down the road to finding the exact shoe you want. I could be wrong, but I believe that's how... It, the hero image used to be, like, shop men, shop women. At some point, I think... I believe it was. I've not looked at the site in some time. And All right, let's get off a homepage. Let's get ourselves some shoes. All right. I'm shopping I'm click for I'm clicking men's top sellers. Men. Oh, okay. And they they use a mega menu, but it's just three simple link lists organized by category, shoes, socks, accessories. And then we have, the only images are collections, top sellers and Dasher. So Dasher's the new product. It's their featured thing. Top sellers is where, I want to know what everybody else is buying. 
you know, I'm, I'm torn between top sellers and boat shoes. I could go for some boat shoes right now. Um, all right. So I've moved to top sellers. Did you see how it renders? I bet this whole, there's like a, a loading thing. And then when the page is done rendering, it appears. I wonder uh, if the site is React. I didn't get that because my internet is fast enough to be fine. <laughs> uh, listen, I have many megabits, but I also have three children who are like three streaming two 4K HD videos at the same time, each of them. I've got worry. no bandwidth left. Don't worry. I'm sure my wife is <laughs> is watching uh, Ladies of London on Peacock right now. <laughs> I'm so I don't have Comcast, so I was not able to get in the Peacock beta. Uh, the UI and the UX is absolutely horrifying. It's impossible to use. I'm waiting for it to actually show up on my Amazon uh, Fire TV before I look into it. All right. So on the collection page, they interrupt the collection list with these sort of uh, lifestyle images and quotes from people, which is Very interesting. Cool. Something that I've done on a store. Uh, I wrote a whole thing to do that for one of our clients. And then we showed it. We thought it was really cool. We loved it. And then we showed it to them and they didn't care and never used it. But I could do that <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. If anyone wants this, we figured out how to do it where it's, uh, well, just you built it. Describe how it works in the collection settings. Uh, well, the way that I set it up is, you know, it calls the collection, uh, the way the collection template works is it uh, it's like four product and collection products. So they have a collection called men's best selling shoes, and then it just iterates through every single product in that listing until it reaches the end. And the way you do it cool. is in uh, the Shopify code, you just have a thing where you go uh, four products and collection product products limit five. And then after the fifth one, it stops showing products and you could inject whatever you want. And then when you're done injecting it, you restart the collection listing. And with, you know, four product and collection products, skip five. So it'll skip the first five. So you just stop the collection loop and then restart it again after you're done doing your stuff. And My. they're doing it. I wonder if there's, their system's probably better than mine because they're doing it a lot here. They stopped this collection four times to pop something in there. Yeah, I wonder how they do it. Maybe it's a block. Uh, well, I'm looking at it. I mean, um, every single box in there is got a style on it called grid item including the interrupters but the grid items have a additional class called story card so those are apparently story cards that are uh different from the regular product that's a grid item is there we go we have a name it. for it now story yeah. card oh, we're calling that a story card now by the way all right so i like this collection page i love their story cards i think this is i think it, it really adds a lot to a collection page which a collection page just has to look good and pretty. Here, I think they've they're able to add content and context to it, um, where it, it's really nice. And I desperately wish someone would let us do this for them. The thing that is suspiciously absent is product review stars, and there's no sorting. I wish I could sort by. Hey, scroll on down to the men's wool loungers. I love them. You know what's really cool is on desktop that hover effect where it makes it look. Here's oh, a, I love here, that. Here's a weird thing. You know, go to the wool runners and the tree runners next to each other and then bop your thing from side to side. What element Beep. does that middle white belong to? Because all it is is adding. Oh, yeah, a, look at that. It's adding a background shadow onto it to make it sort of pop out. But the middle gutter belongs to both of them and is part of the hover state. So I need to, like, look into how they did that. So as a... <laughs> As a CSS nerd, this excites you. 
Uh, it doesn't excite me. I'm just wondering how they did it. Well, I like it. I want it. Give me this. Oh, my God. Put this on something. I'm very into it. All right, click on men's wool loungers. Because these, I like, I just, these look nice. I want these. All right. Well, the first thing that jumped out at me is I swapped the, um, the color, the classics color. And if you look at the URL, it switches the product. This isn't one of those where it has like variants. They're all completely different. Pro- they are all different product listings you're switching between, which is a thing we've seen on other stores that I don't quite understand how people do that. <laughs> it's got to be written in JavaScript. The thing I noticed is you cannot, the add a cart button is disabled until you pick a darn size. Oh yeah. We've run into that, that a lot. People just love adding, people just love adding extra small to their cart, not picking anything. Yeah, if, it def- if they look at it go, oh, cool. Yeah, that is what I want. They could just click Add to Cart without thinking. Um, we've got... i got to turn my notifications off. Good God. Do not disturb. Engaged. All right. Um, yeah, looking at this thing, it is just... It's very... It's lovely. They force the size. I like the... Uh, they've got a size chart. It opens in a modal window. Oh, my gosh. If you have anything that involves sizes, give them the size chart. The other really nice thing they do here is right under that add to cart button. What's my number one fear about buying something, especially something with sizes? What happens if it doesn't fit? Well, that's why they've, they've got the size chart to try and reassure me. But then below the add to cart button, free shipping and 30 day returns, no questions asked. So now you have just, they have actively busted my objection thoroughly. Check out the size chart when you click on it at the bottom of the size chart. Still debating? No worries. Our hassle-free 30-day return policy allows you to try us on for size and find the perfect pair. So, I mean, they're even busting your the return objection in the size chart. And, you know, one of the things that I think um, you know, some merchants wrongly believe is like, well, we can only tell you something once. And here they're telling you that it's the exact, you know, it's the same text in both places on this product page. If it's important, keep telling me about it. This is really stupid. But uh, click on one of the images, the product photos, and blow it up. And then hover over the close button. Oh, the size charts X does the same thing. That's all CSS CSS animation. I wondered if you were going to bring that up. That's so minor, but it's just like, oh. You love that. You love it. It's just a little cute thing. I love it. I think it's important to have those little UX details. Like recent on the, the course of performance site, the add to cart button, you did this. The background of the add to cart button on hover changes to carbon fiber, this exotic material they use. I thought that was great. The other thing they do here that we see on Allbirds that we see a lot, the the badges that communicate the core product offerings. And then what's nice about that is like that kind of becomes a design language that occurs across multiple products. So they've got like, you know, lounger highlights, merino wool. You know, the downside is you got to have uh, an illustrator or you need to be able to, like they need to be fairly um, general thing or generic things or universal is the right word. Universal elements where you go, you could find an off the shelf icon set that does it. So either do that or, you know, if uh, the client will provide illustrations or um, our, uh, our designer is also an illustrator um, so we can get those made. And then they do accordion menus, which I don't, I'm not in love with. I'm sure they, they tested the heck out of it. Let me refresh. Like there's just, I mean, it, it's, a hundred characters like just leave them open there was a back and forth a couple months ago in the facebook group about this 
where uh, someone was like, well, what if, and I, you know, I came out hard of being like, hey, if you have information to tell people, don't hide it from them. Uh, put it all out there. And someone was like, well, what if someone's not, what if it's not that important? It was like, well, if it's not important, then why, then why, is, it is, it on your, why is it on your product page? If it's important enough to be on the product page, which is arguably the most important page on your store, then you should make it easy for people to see. And if it's so unimportant that we could just hide it from people and they don't need to look at it, well, why is it even there in the first place? So I agree I, with you. I would be, and especially considering the size of these things, it's so tiny, the amount of stuff in there, just have these all expanded out. Just have the headers are very nice. They got the little uh, rule above them. Just have them all open. And what's funny is on this page, it does. there are reviews when you scroll down, um, but they don't do review stars on the collection page. They review stars on the product page. Um, I wonder why that is. And then the very atypical thing they do is how the product photos are listed out. They're in a grid. So there's no thumbnails. You just see all the photos and you can zoom them in. Which we've we done did this on Adams. Adams AdamsPolishes.com. And it, it works really well. If you've got great photos, it's just a great way to showcase it. And they absolutely did. Uh, well, I, let's pop over to a different product. If you go back to the collection and go to the men's wool runners. Okay, what about it? Wow, there's a video. That's right. There's a video in the product photos. And if you click on it, it expands out to be, you know, a full giant video. But yeah, so that's what we were talking uh, that's about. That's pretty sweet. In terms of having mixed media within your product photos. Oh, that's cool. All right, well, I'm a size 11. Let's add this to cart. What happens? And of course, we get the we get a drawer cart, which seems to be the standard now that's, that's in vogue. Um, in the drawer cart, they have a free shipping progress bar right at the top. So it says, congrats, you get free standard shipping. And I'm willing to bet if my item was below their free shipping threshold, it would tell me the exact dollar amount I was away from free shipping. And we, we got an upsell in here. We got uh, even better with tutors. And it tries to sell me some $16 socks. And if you hover the over the ad thing, the little, the little ad plus sign does a nice little rotation that I like very much. <laughs> You've done stuff like that. I've seen um, like that rotation effect. Yeah, we do a bunch on of stuff on buttons Ad before. On Adams, we do stuff like that, yeah. Oh, a note note this by the way. This is crazy. What what size are your socks that are being offered? Oh, look at that. They are the correct size to fit the shoes. Yeah. They they're reading what the size shoe is in the cart and then offering you the appropriately sized sock. So doing uh cross sells is fair it, it's easy. It's fairly straightforward. Doing cross sells where the with multiple variants. Okay, now it's complicated. Because you can't just add it to cart. You need to know, like, the person has to make a decision. So how do you do that in a clean way? And that's where you know, this custom development really helps. In this case, it didn't have to bother asking me the size because it knew. That's very good. Uh, all right, let's check out. Did they style their checkout? Yes! Thank God they styled their checkout. You would be amazed, the high-level stores that don't style the checkout. The fonts match. They got the logo up there. It looks like there's a little bit of extra styling done on the thumbnails for the quantity. I noticed they, under gift card, the, the discount code input, they renamed it gift card. Because mm. that's normally where you would stick a discount code or a gift card. Here they've renamed it. I'm guessing they don't do a lot of discounting. And then, yeah, subtotal. Expedited orders cannot be shipped or delivered on weekends, holidays, nor can they be shipped to a P.O. box. I'm willing to bet that uh, people still 
type in PO boxes. No, there's well, an app that'll fix it. Address validator. <laughs> you can force it to uh, stop people from doing that. Cool, 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 cool. All right, the Albert site's great. What's the verdict? What do you think? It's a good site, Kurt. That's. <laughs> They're good dogs, Brent. The thing here, though, is like when people go, I want a site like Albert's. They're not seeing the tremendous level of effort and like coherent team effort that went into it with it being um, it's like this wasn't just, you know, a designer and developer ran off and did this. This required tremendous support and buy in from the the Alberts organization in providing um, content and, and getting um, the the data and the product information management sorted. And yeah. that's the kind of thing that really like if you want this level of polish that's what makes or breaks you. Yeah, they hired many people and paid them a lot of money over the span of many, many months in order for this to become like this. And Well, I mean, at this point, this has been ongoing for years. I know. I mean, like, I we're assume talking, the first version did not look this. Yeah, we're talking... Or didn't... It probably look this nice. I doubt it functioned this nice. Yeah, we're, ha- we're talking about years of iteration here. But and that's yes. the thing. It's like, you, you want a store that's like Allbirds? Okay, cool. You need to give us you know, probably a six figure amount of money. And then we're going to work together over the next three years or so. And hopefully at the end of the three years, there may be something like all birds, but there's also a lot of, we're not just giving that self restraint. (laughs) There's a lot of self editing here. Like this site is not covered in weird widgets. There's not sticky elements everywhere. Um, You know, there's not a ton of like bonus bizarre content that had to be added. You know, it's very deliberate. I mean, yeah, I mean, to a lot of people we've spoken to and have had to deal with over the years, that navigation and that single giant homepage image would never have gotten past them. They never would have allowed it. It is too much of a choice. They can't have something that's like that confident of a choice be in their um, store. They're more worried about covering all their bases and like shoveling more garbage on there to like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What about this? Whereas, all birds is just like, here's the stuff. There's three things. You're done. And they're confident enough to go with that. A hundred percent. Yeah, it takes it takes confidence. And one of the things that we consistently see is uh, people are often, you know, they're, they're scared to make bold decisions in, in life in general, but also in website design. Um, and they're, we almost always see clients get like the equivalent of wedding jitters uh, wedding nerves before launching a new design, a new theme, a new store. And it seems to like, it, it seems like a very normal thing. Um, but you got to have, at some point you just got to press send, right? You, you got to send it. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking, you know, it's sort of like, uh, nobody's favorite movie is a Ron Howard movie. Like <laughs> no one's just like, <laughs> man, Ron Howard does it again. So great. So cool. Like he, he does Wish. good. See, like he does good, fine work that everyone can enjoy, but it's like he doesn't engender the kind of rabid enjoyment and love and attention grabbing that David Lynch or like someone crazy or someone with a more distinctive choice making style does. And I think that's kind of what Allbirds does. Not that it's David Lynch, because, you know, there isn't like a fucking all the stuff isn't backwards or whatever. But, you know, they make choices and they stick with them and they go through it with that thoughts, with those thoughts in mind. Uh, Well, 
we've gone over an hour. Let's wrap it up there. And the last thing I want to close on is if you enjoyed that teardown and you want to see more of that teardown action, I am joining uh, Conversion Rate Optimization Pro, Nick DeSabado, fellow uh, Shopify agency owner Chase Clymer, and email copywriting enthusiast Val Geisler for a virtual Shopify meetup uh, in a couple weeks. And the link is in the show note. It's, uh, well, it's actually, it's, it's a long, not great link, but it's the a uh, virtual Shopify meetup presented by Honest E-Commerce. And I, it's free, so I hope to see you there. The link will be in the show notes. And as always, join our Facebook group where I already announced that, that virtual conference. Um, anything, anything else, Mr. Rita, before I hit stop? Uh, no, I need to eat lunch and go back to Keysmart. <laughs> All right, enjoy your lunch and you have work to do and I will talk to you soon. All right, goodbye. See you guys. Big news from our friends at Out of the Sandbox this month. Their newest theme just launched. It's called Flux. And it's for those of us who loved all the bells and whistles and turbo, but thought, I need more of this. That's where Flex is a game changer for you. It can be configured in an endless number of ways, thanks to more layout and section options than ever, more granular control of settings, and easy addition of custom CSS through the theme editor. It's perfect for development agencies like ourselves, as well as e-commerce entrepreneurs like you looking to create a unique online store experience for your customers. Now here's the coolest part. Flex has a new Demo Shop Import feature that allows you to fast-track your shop setup based on any of 12 demo shops. You get all of the theme settings, layouts, content, and sections used in that demo shop of your choice applied automatically to your store. You can check Flex out right now at outofthesandbox.com. And if you like it, take 20% off the purchase price when you use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's outofthesandbox.com and code PODCAST20. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high-quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.